simple fences, small wins, and three tips for interviewing. But wait, there's more. Hello, colleagues, and welcome to the Assistant Principal Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Frederick Buskey. We are all on a leadership journey. Every day, we have a chance to grow. Every day, we have a chance to help others grow. My goal and the goal of this podcast is to help you grow into being a strategic leader, a leader who puts people before purpose, who solves problems instead of treating symptoms, and who understands the difference between progress and action. Through this podcast, my daily email and virtual programs, I'm working to build a network of inspired and inspiring school leaders. Let's get started on today's adventure and this unique opportunity to learn to live and lead better. Today's episode of Five for Friday recaps the strategic leadership emails for the week of March 20th through 24th, 2023. Let's start first with celebrations. Yesterday, I had an incredible interview with Tequila Lamar, the Education for Social Impact Program Manager for Google. One of the biggest blessings of my work is the number of incredible people that I meet. It's easy to get trapped in our own bubbles, and oftentimes those bubbles carry a degree of negativity, whether it be from news or social media or maybe those one or two people in your orbit that are downers. But breathe easier and celebrate with me because the world is full of remarkable, caring, and passionate human beings. While these sometimes feel like dark times, there is so much to be hopeful and thankful for. Monday's message was about weighing the benefits of organizational change versus the cost of organizational change. And I told the story about how when I was in higher education, there were three different times when we changed our learning management systems, our LMS. And each of those times, I had to focus a lot of effort on learning the new system in order to do the same quality of teaching that I had done before. And in contrast, if I hadn't been having to learn about that change, maybe I could have invested that time in actually becoming a better teacher. So we really need to remember that when we push a big organizational change, that carries a demand on the time and attention of the people within the organization and may make it more difficult for them to focus on the personal skill development that they need. On Tuesday, we talked about fences. So if you've been following me, you know that we have a fairly young puppy in this house, and that means that we need a fence around our backyard to keep the puppy in. And deer have started to move into our neighborhood, and I'm an avid gardener, so we also need a fence to keep the deer out. And the first thing I thought about when we realized we needed a fence was I just had all these great ideas for what we could do and how we could make it cool and all that kind of stuff. And I had to reel myself back in and remember that we just need to keep it simple. All I need to do is keep the dog in and the deer out. We don't need to win any awards in architecture. So we set about designing an MVP fence, a minimally viable product. Now, 
in honesty, our fence isn't going to be truly an MVP. We've made some upgrades. An MVP would be slamming some iron rebar in the ground and then wrapping chicken wire around it. And I have done that before quite effectively, but we wanted something that was going to last a little bit longer, but we still try to keep the design very simple by doing a couple of things. So first of all, we used reclaimed materials where we could. This was stuff that we already had laying around. So our financial resource investment was minimal, but we also weighed the effort to use reclaimed materials versus the effort of just buying something new. So our posts are reclaimed, but the rails that are going in between, it was much easier and fairly cost-effective to just go out and buy new materials. And I think anytime that we're doing a change, we have to think about building on what we already have versus bringing in something that's brand new. We're also able to farm out some of the labor and that my son, Colin, who does such a wonderful job editing these podcasts, was able to do the staining of the wood for us. And so that's another thing about leadership is that you want to focus your attention as a leader, your attention, your intention, and your effort on the things that only you can do. And if there are other people that can do parts of that parts of the job, have those other people do that. So you can focus on what only you can do, which in my case is <laughs> digging holes. That doesn't sound right. <laughs> the other thing that we did, again, trying to keep this simple was have that simple design, but also be consistent with what we're already doing. So we have a deck on the back of our house and the railing and the posts on that deck are a specific very square style. We had thought to use some round posts that we had laying around for our new fence on the on the outside of the, the yard, but we realized that that would be a real contrast to the square design themes of the deck. And so we just found some square posts that we also had laying around and used those. The, the scale and niceness of the wood is not the same as what's on the deck. We're trying to keep it simple, but we're at least mirroring what we're already doing on the deck. And I think that's an important thing. When we bring in a new change, we want it to be consistent in as many ways as possible with what we're already doing so that people don't feel like we're making this huge shift. So Reclaim materials, farming out the labor, and just keeping a simple but consistent design. Those are the keys to putting up a good fence and to rolling out a change initiative that might actually be beneficial. On Wednesday, I talked about small wins, specifically some things that I do to take care of myself when I'm having those days where I'm struggling and don't feel like doing a lot and not sure what I'm going to achieve. Sometimes if we set a low bar about what constitutes a win for that day, it can be really helpful in, in multiple ways. And so my advice was that the next time you hit a low spot, get out and do a five-minute coaching session. And then be mindful of the impact that that session has on the person, but also on you. Because when we serve and we support others, that lifts us up 
as well. So if you need a small win, if you're having a tough day, go out and five-minute coach somebody. It will turn their day around and yours, and you can call it a win. I've had several emails and messages through LinkedIn from readers who are looking for jobs right now. So on Thursday, I threw together three tips for interviewing. So the first one is be who you are. If you compromise who you are in the job interview, then you are forever compromised if you get that job. Don't try to be the person you think they want to hire. Be yourself. And if they hire you for being you, then you have your integrity intact. And if they don't hire you for being you, then it wasn't going to be the right fit anyway. The second tip is to share what you've done, not what you would do. So if you're a teacher and you're asked about how to handle certain discipline situations, you don't need to start by, well, if I was an assistant principal, this is how I would handle it. You can start with, well, as a teacher, when I encountered these situations, this was the philosophy. These are the ways I went about these things. And so that's what is going to inform how I would do this as an assistant principal. So share what you've done, not what you would do. Well, share what you've done and then explain how what you already have done influences what you would do in that role. And the third tip was to ask questions that will help you determine the level of support that you will have entering a new job. It is a really complicated time, whether you're going into teaching or school leadership or coaching or anything else, it is really complicated and challenging in schools and good leaders and good organizations support and grow their people. So if you're interviewing, ask about what kinds of supports are available. And if you are interviewing people, really think about how are you going to support them? Hopefully you've been able to implement some of the things like consistent five-minute coaching, starting to implement the flywheel and build an instructional leadership team that is focused on supporting and growing teachers. And if you've started to do that work, that's something that you can talk about with candidates that you're interviewing. And that gives you a competitive advantage over a lot of the other districts or people who might be interviewing. Finally, I left with a bonus, which is that fit is a real thing. And I have a lot of former students who have complained to me when they haven't gotten a job. And the, the feedback is, well, it wasn't the right fit. And I know that sounds squishy. It sounds like a cop-out, but fit is real. And you do not want to be hired for a job that isn't the right fit, even if you are qualified because fit is absolutely critical and fit includes a lot of different things. And we can go into that some other time, but trust, trust when people tell you it wasn't the right fit, trust that it wasn't the right fit and trust that the people that are making the hiring decision know more about what fit is needed than you do. Accept it and move on and you will sleep better at night. Finally, on Friday, I encouraged you to reflect on the value of specific things. And the example I gave was the strategic leader daily email. Just take a few minutes and think about what does the daily email do for you? How does it help you live and lead better? And 
I suggested that by reflecting on some of the small things that we do each day, we can come to either appreciate and value those more, which increase their value to us, or we can maybe choose to let them go and instead invest that time somewhere else. So I think the big theme and takeaway this week is really about being intentional. Be intentional about how much change you're asking of people and the costs of that change. Be intentional about identifying the MVP version for whatever it is you're trying to achieve. Be intentional about creating small wins for yourself on hard days. And remember that helping others is a win-win. Be intentional about being you when you're looking for job opportunities and when you're interviewing others. And finally, be intentional about the little activities like the daily email that you choose to invest your time into. Take stock of that value and make intentional choices. That is this week's Five for Friday rendition of the Assistant Principal Podcast. Thank you for including me on your leadership journey. I look forward to seeing you again next Tuesday when we feature part one of my interview with Craig Randall to explore his work on trust-based observations. Craig does a wonderful job taking us through the steps of establishing trust and making the observation process more collaborative. I'm Frederick Buskey, and thank you again for joining me on this episode of the Assistant Principal Podcast. Remember to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. Cheers.